the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. There was a song some years ago that had a basic message of, Don't worry, be happy. And though it was a secular song, Scripture certainly supports the don't worry part of the message. Listening today as Pastor Rander teaches that Christians should not worry about the issues of life as others do in this message, Overcoming Worry. He'll be speaking from a number of scriptures, so get pen and paper ready as we begin. You can worry yourself right out of the church. Luke 10, 41, 42 says, And Jesus answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things, but one thing is needed, and Mary has chosen that good part, which will not be taken away from her. The more you sit at the feet of Jesus, the less you will be worried. That's right. That's, that's so right. That's, and so be, worry impedes the worship. You can be so worried about so many things until you come to church and leave just like you came. You, you came with a burden. You left with a burden. Matter of fact, you're more burdened because, uh, because you didn't release it to Jesus. Number 10, worry can cause spiritual backsliding. It really can. Hosea 11.7 says, my people are bent on backsliding from me. Though they call to the most high and none at all exalt him. Worry can put you in spiritual regression and you start doing less for God because worry has so dominated your thinking and your whole life and you're less effective for the kingdom. Okay, that was all review. You said, well, you preached it all over again. That's good because we want you to get it. You needed a double dose. Okay, you needed a double dose. You needed everything I said last Sunday and again this Sunday. It's amazing. They say, well, you said that last week. Well, you play, the, you, you play that music over and over. Same. So you put that stuff into iPods and stuff and you just, it just go over and over. You just go over and over and over. But you get to work. I already heard that. So quick to go on the next thing. No, it needs to soak in. Repetition is the mother of all learning. You, I need to say it and say it and say it and say it and say it until it's riveted into your heart. It sinks in. I just can't say it one time, go on to the next. I need to hang around that so that you can really grab hold to it so you can deal with the issue of worry and have victory over it. Number 11, you know what worry does? It affects how we treat others. That's what it does. It affects how we treat others. 1 Corinthians 13, 5 says, love does, does not behave rudely, does not seek its own, is not provoked, thinks no evil. Worry makes you think evil of folk. Yeah, it, yeah, it, 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 it does that. Uh, Hebrews 12, 15 says, looking carefully, lest anyone fall short of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up cause trouble. 
If bitterness in your heart is not dealt with, it will cause trouble in your life, your family's life, as well in the as well as in the lives of others. And by many, look what it says, and by this many become defiled. When you worry, you become reactionary. You don't even think. You don't think. You begin to hurt people. You know, you 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 got your defensive mechanism up. Luke six thirty one says, and just as you want men to do to you, you also do to them likewise. If you don't want it done to you, don't do it to others. You know, and and worry will send you down a road you don't want to go. That's right, right. Worry, and that's when worry gets the best of you. You know, you begin to react. You begin to just react off the cuff. You know, you begin to defile not only yourself, your family, the whole church. And you begin to do things to people that you don't want done to yourself. Worry do that. It Worry makes you edgy. Worry makes you mean. The, the, worry, the more worried you are, the meaner you get. You, you agitate it. You, you grouch it. You snappified. <laughs> Snap folk up. Uh, you know, leave it alone. No, 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 no. Just bark all over the place. Worry does that. It does that. You, you, you treat your husband worse. You treat your child worse. You're not, it, 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 it causes your patience to, 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 to flee. You know, you, you, when, when you're worried, you're impatient. When the Bible says love is patient. You know, you worry causes you to say things you wouldn't normally say. And if you focus on it too long, you say stuff that you wish you hadn't said and wish you can get back. But I, you can't get those words back. I don't care how many times you apologize. You can't get it back. You can't get it back. So it affects how we treat others. It, that's right. And sometimes people make other folk the issue, but the issue really is what's going on in your own heart. Number 12, you know what it'll do? One becomes more inclined to receive bad counsel when you worry. You're more inclined to receive bad counsel when you worry. Psalms 1, 1a, chapter 1, verse 1a says, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. Listen, worry will cause you to go to people for counsel that you ought not be going to. Get your counsel in bad places. And, and, and if you're already in a bad state, the worst thing you can do is start talking to folk that will bring, that will spiral you down even further. Further. So be careful when you worry, then sometimes you just, what you think, what you think. What, you, it's not for you to be asking everybody what you think. You, you, instead of asking that, you ought to be saying, what is God saying to me? That's right. That's right. So be careful. Be careful. And when you go to get counsel, you ought to go somebody that's trustworthy, somebody that knows how to keep their mouth shut. Even when they get mad at you, they won't be spilling your business all over the streets, all over the church. That's right. And, uh, and you need to talk to people who are spiritually mature. That's right. Because everybody that look mature is not mature. Just because a person shout don't mean they mature. Even the devil knows how to shout. So watch where you get your counsel. Worry can do that. Number 13, 
worry will, will decrease one's lifespan. It will not add a single hour to your life. It, it, it decreases your lifespan. It will not add a single hour to your life. Look at, look at Matthew 6, 27. There it is in the verse. Which of you, by worrying, can add one cubit to his stature? That's right. I mean, so it, 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 doesn't, it doesn't increase, but it will decrease. Doesn't add nothing. In other words, the text is saying, what do you have to gain from worrying? Okay? What do you have to gain? Name me three things worry can do for you positively. You know? If you can't give me three, some of you can give me one thing it will do. Not even one. Then the question comes, why do we do it? You know, it will subtract from you, but it will not add to you. That's right. It will bring you down. It will not build you up. That's right. That's right. So, so, so the text is saying, which of you by worrying can add uh, one cubit to his statue? One single hour to your life. Number 14, worry can lead to depression. It can lead to depression. It sure can. Uh, Psalms 42, 5 through 6 and verse 11. It leads to depression. Why am I discouraged? Why is my heart so sad? I will put my hope in God. I will praise him again. My Savior and my God, now I am deeply discouraged, but I will remember you, even from distant Mount Hermon, the source of the Jordan from the land of Mount Misar. Wow. In other words, worry will spiral one into depression. That's right. It will depress you. If you don't, if you don't trust God to work you through it and work you through it as quickly as possible, you will find yourself living in a habitual state of depression. And life is too short for you to be perpetually depressed. Did you hear what I'm saying? That's right. You know, and, and um, Sometimes depression can come from a chemical imbalance and medical things, and you need to get a good checkup and have a doctor do things. But, but in addition to that, even above that, uh, not not saying medicine doesn't have its purpose. But listen, best thing, to, one of the better things to deal with depression is to sing a song to the Lord. How much time do you spend each day worrying about every single aspect of your life? If you're like so many of God's children, your answer may be that you spend too much time worrying over things God tells us to let Him handle. Join us today as Pastor Render continues to speak about how to hand our cares and concerns over to Him in this message, Overcoming Worry. He'll be teaching from a number of scriptures, so get pen and paper ready as we begin. When last time you sang a song to the Lord? You want to start? I I ain't talking about the most sad, dry songs. I'm climbing up the rough side of the mountain. Man, that's I don't know. I don't, don't want to be on no. Climbing up the rough side ain't doing nothing for me. You need some Jesus 
lyricals, edifying, something that could encourage you. You know, songs that talk about what mama used to do and what daddy used to do and all those testimonial songs. But I'm going to tell you something. It's nothing like Christ-centered songs. That's right. Decrease that rap. Get rid of all that rap stuff. That's right. Some of y'all getting quiet now. Some of y'all got too much bumping in your, in your music. Makes y'all hyper. That's right. You need some, you need some songs that, 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 will, that can help you meditate. Sometimes you need some music that don't even have lyrics, but they're, but they're strongly Christian. It's string music and uh, orchestral music and harps and cellos. And y'all say, I don't like that. That's what's wrong. I was getting gas the other day. I was getting some gas the other day. This man pulled up in with his old car, and the whole thing had me jittery. I mean, it was just boom, 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 boom. And you know what? They want to share all of that stuff. And man, my nerves were being shattered on the spot. I thought that gas was going to ignite. Now, how, the, how is that going to help you? And why does it have to be so loud? Oh, my goodness. So loud. So loud. We have a society that's going to be deaf. You know, music. I mean, when Saul had that spirit come upon him and down, all that stuff, David had such an anointing, he began to play, and all of a sudden that spirit left him. And let me tell you something, when you play, play the right kinds of music, that, that, that's edifying. That it will, has a way of settling you down. It's called, music is therapeutic. That's why they put it in those stores. They have music that will jazz you up, rib you up. Music affects your psyche, you know? And they don't have that dead music in, in, the, in, in, in those stores. They get music that's cheery and cheerful. Music that makes you want to spend some money. They know the psychology of spending. I took a whole class in Texas Southern called music therapy. That's right. Music does a lot. It does a lot. Music does a lot to children. You, you see, don't y'all see my gang, gang, gang kids with the music? And all of a sudden, I don't say get up and move. All of a sudden, they just get to moving and doing all. I don't say move, move, Joshua, move, Asher. I mean, they spontaneous. They all over the floor. And I'm just laughing at them. I didn't tell them to do nothing. Music just make children move. And do, and do things and spinning all over the floor and whatnot, you know? Yeah, depression. Get you a good, solid, Christ-centered song. And then not only listening, but you ought to have a song that you sing. That's right. You said, I sing because I'm what? I sing because I'm free. And you know why some of y'all can't sing? Because you're not free. And you don't sing because you're not happy. You say, well, I can't sing. Stop lying. If you got a voice, you can sing. I didn't say sing like Mahalia Jackson. I didn't say sing like some big star. I just said sing. Sing. You parents, you ought to be singing over your children. I sing sing to my grandchildren all the time. When I have them, I sing. I sing to them. And they love it. They love it. So singing and then praying, it helps depression. Praying and then the word helps depression. 
the word, the more word you have, the word is an antidote to depression. It, it, it relieves depression. It does. It really, it, it really, really works. And, and then stop hanging around folk that's depressed. You know, all these uh, uh, down folk, you know, uh, that, that wears you down. You got to have somebody in your life that's upbeat and somebody that can encourage you in the way. Amen. Okay, and then why, what would worry do? Worry can cause not only depression, but discouragement. It brings about discouragement. That's what it does. Uh, Psalms 34, 18 says, the Lord is near to those who have a broken heart and saves such as have a contrite spirit, a broken heart. The word of God, the Lord is near Focus on his presence, his goodness, his person, his works. Uh, Reflect on the goodness of God in your life and you'll be encouraged. Job 4, 5 says, chapter 4, verse 5 says, but now it comes upon you and you are weary from discouragement. It touches you and you are troubled and you are troubled. And sometimes you can be upbeat and here comes that discourager. And they'll come right in and you'll find yourself, instead of being encouraged, discouraged. Psalms 142, 4 and 5 says, look on my right hand and see, for there is no one who acknowledges me. Refuge has failed me. No one cares for my soul. I cried out to you, O Lord. I said, you are my refuge my portion in the land of the living. Hebrews 12, 3 says, for consider him who endured such hostilities from sinners against himself. In other words, look what Jesus went through. Lest you become weary and discouraged in your soul. When you look at Jesus and see what he went through, Jesus, Jesus, uh, Jesus should be your greatest encourager when you see what he himself went through. Then how do we overcome worry? How do we overcome worry? Number one, give the things that trouble us to Jesus. In other words, bring your burdens to the Lord and leave them in his hands. Bring your troubles to Jesus. Leave your burdens in his hand. First Peter 5, 7 says, casting all your care upon him for he cares for you. Your cares, your anxieties, your worries, put them in his hand. Number two, how do you overcome worry? We must pray and tell God what's on our hearts and make our requests known to him. Tell God what's on your heart. For the Philippians 4, 6, the other text says, be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God. Talk to God. The more talk to God, you see, the, the, the more you pray, uh, the less you worry, the less you pray, the more you worry. Number three, how do you overcome worry? Take God at his word and don't worry. Take God at his word and what? Don't worry. Matthew six twenty five says, therefore, I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, what you will drink. Nor about your body, what you will put on, is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? 
so Jesus says, don't worry. It says, do not worry. Matthew 6, 31 in the text, it says, therefore, do not worry. You ought to underline that. Jesus is talking here. Do not worry. Do not worry. Do not worry. Then we turn around and what? Worry. He says, Matthew 6, 31, therefore, do not worry. What shall we eat or what shall we drink? Or uh, what shall we wear? Stop worrying. Your kids, mama, what we going to eat? You know, and then when they get it, I don't want it. Let it stay there until they get hungry. They get hungry enough, they will eat. Philippians 4, 6, 8. And 4, 6, 8a says, uh, be anxious for nothing. In other words, don't worry about anything. Anything. That's right. And worrying can't keep it from happening to you. Uh, prayer can. I mean, wor- wor- worry is not a safety God. It tears down. You see, uh, how do you overcome worry? Number four, instead of worrying about anything, we must pray about everything. Instead of worrying about anything, you know, I've just said that prayer over and over and over because you cannot overcome worry apart from prayer. Instead of worrying about anything, we must pray about everything. Prayer is so vital to extinguishing worry. The less we pray, the more we worry. The more we pray, the less we worry. Ephesians 6, 18a says, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit. We need to live in a spirit of prayer, in an attitude of prayer, praying without ceasing, praying at every given moment, every time the spirit moves you. I like that song that says, every time I Y'all know that old song. Feel the spirit. Huh? Moving in my what? Heart. I will pray. Up on the mountain where my God spoke. Out of his mouth came fire and smoke. Every time I feel the spirit moving in my heart, I will pray. I tell you, pray. Oh, we had a good time in prayer meeting that other day. We started talking about that song, I Need the Lord (laughs) to Guide Me. Every day as I travel along this what? Our way is a narrow way. It's not Broadway. Our way is what? Narrow. It says, though though what? Affliction. What? Do what? Press my soul. I'm determined That's a good song, y'all. To reach my what? Goal. I've got to have Jesus for I just can't make it back. Why? Every day I pray, pray, pray. Every day I pray, pray, pray every day. I pray and ask the Lord, Jesus, don't leave me by myself. No, 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 no. Every second, every minute, every hour, every day, every week, every month, through the years come what may. I've got to have Jesus for I just 
can't make it by myself. Yeah. That's an old song you need to learn. That's a prayer song. Now, some of y'all couldn't sing that. You're too young. Or perhaps you haven't been saved that long. <laughs> I've been in the church, but how many of y'all came up on that song? Let me see y'all hand. Some of y'all were hanging with me. That's a theologically sound old song. That's right. Pray every second, every minute, every hour, every day, every week, every... I mean, that's always. Always. You got to always pray. Prayer make you stop saying things when folk press your button. That's right. You know, that's right. Prayer make you hold your tongue. You used to slap somebody silly, but you say, oh, God, help me now. Now, you still, that, now you still, that's right, you still got that old nature. But, oh, I tell you, when you start praying, you, say, you, you start saying, Lord, have mercy on me. Please, Lord, don't let that old me come back out. <laughs> oh, God, you know where you brought me from. I need you to hold me right now. Because I know what I'm subject to do, but I know my God is able. God Almighty. So you got to pray. Praying always. Praying always. And all God's children said. Thank you for tuning into this program for the Maranatha Bible Church Broadcast Ministry. This broadcast is supported in part by your generous financial contributions, and we invite you to partner with us in spreading this important word throughout our local community and the world. If the Lord spoke to you in this message, let us know. Call us at 210-821-5683. Even better, come and visit us at 7855 East Loop 1604 North, Converse, Texas, 78109, directly across from Randolph Air Force Base. If you'd like to order today's message, visit our website at www.maranathasa.org where you will find an archive of audio and video messages. You can also find service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and much, much more. Tune in tomorrow as Pastor Draper continues to teach us from the Word of God. Thank you for joining us today, and may the Lord's blessings be upon you. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.